Aloha Dreamer! Today I want to talk to you all about how do you know if you are a spiritual entrepreneur. This is something that I felt really called to talk about, to share with you. For those of you who maybe you're in this transitional phase, maybe you're working a job right now that doesn't feel like it's in alignment with you anymore, maybe you're running a business right now that has nothing to do with spirituality in any form, but you're feeling kind of this pull, this tug, you're feeling like what you're doing is not what you're supposed to be doing. I hope that by sharing some of these insights, some things that I've learned through my own journey of discovering that I am a spiritual entrepreneur can help you along your path, along your steps to really uncovering what it is that you're meant to do in the world, what message you're, you're here to spread. And I'm going to share a little bit kind of personal examples as well because I feel like that's the easiest, best way for me to uh, really share this with you. As I know for me personally, I, you know, really started down this path in 2017, 2018, where I really felt called to do something different. I had manifested my beautiful dream life here in Hawaii where I live. I was working a really beautiful job in tech, working online remotely. I was also running a service-based business. My background's in web design, graphic design, uh, doing a lot of branding work on the side, and also running a business with my husband. And something just started to feel like it wasn't right. And you might be feeling this as well right now where you just feel like what you're doing is not what you're supposed to be doing. And this is where I feel like the first kind of inklings of spiritual entrepreneurship start to come on where we really start to question everything that we're doing. So right now, if you're in this question phase, if you're questioning your work, you're questioning your calling, you're, you're, you're questioning all this, these feelings that are coming up and you're not really sure what it means. This to me is a really clear sign that you're going down this path. And like I said, for me personally, this started around 2017, 2018. I had no idea that that I was really being called towards spiritual entrepreneurship at the time. I just knew that I was supposed to be doing something different. So you might be feeling very stuck right now, very stagnant. For me, the feelings of being very unsettled were coming to mind because like I said, I didn't have this clarity. I felt very unsure, but I wanna tell you, you know, if you're listening to this episode, if you felt called to listen to this episode, that is really a sign. I think that we do get a lot of um, nudges and sort of synchronicities that come up to help really guide us along what we're supposed to be doing. And so that's really the first sign that you're a spiritual entrepreneur. The fact that you clicked on this this video or listening to this podcast, however you're, you're uh, tuning in today, and you're feeling like you're having these questions. That is really a clear indication, even though it doesn't feel clear right now, even though it feels like this lack of clarity, it is a sign that you're being called towards this. And I know it can be a little bit scary because when you're stepping into being more of a spiritual entrepreneur, being more of a spiritual leader, a divine feminine leader, it can feel a little bit like, who am I to do this? Who am I to step into this? But I really do feel like if you're feeling called towards it, like I said, if you're having that question about your work, then you really are kind of in that beginning stages of opening yourself up to spiritual entrepreneurship. One of the other things about this that can be really challenging, especially for those of us who are female entrepreneurs, I feel like this comes up with um, male entrepreneurs as well, but I, I mostly work with female entrepreneurs, 
and it is very much this identity shift so like i said previously for me you know i worked in tech and I was designing websites and doing branding and my identity was very much wrapped up in that as my work, as my career. And for those of you listening, you know, you might be right now in a career that you've been building up for the last decade, you know, 15 years, five years, however long it was, or running a business that has nothing to do with spirituality, but you've been running for a really long time and your identity is really wrapped up in that. And so that can be really, really challenging when you're starting to question it because it can feel like it's hard to really make that shift or to kind of like drop into this new way of being when the way that you have identified as has been like at your core for so long. And I do believe that, you know, there are a group of us that we're supposed to go through it in this way. I think a lot of us are looking at people who are already doing spiritual work right now. They already consider themselves spiritual entrepreneurs or spiritual coaches. And it seems like they just knew from the beginning they were just already tapped in. And I'm definitely seeing entrepreneurs that are coming up that, you know, it's like they already know. They, they're not really going through this transition phase or it doesn't appear that they are. But I do think that there's a group of us in particular that we weren't really aware of our spiritual gifts. We weren't really aware of this connection. We weren't operating our lives this way for a really long time where we were kind of disconnected from our soul calling for a really long time. And then it's like we start to like have that awakening process and it becomes this transition. And I feel like that's on purpose because we're meant to help others who are going through it as well to really open up to this. And so this can be really... <laughs> um challenging because a lot of you and let me know if you resonate with this a lot of you might be going through this awakening process right now and really you know focusing on shifting your identity but no one around you understands what you're talking about at all and that's what happened with me when i started going through my spiritual awakening in 2017 2018 really started to make this connection no one around me understood and I really do think that that's by design, not necessarily because we're supposed to, you know, awaken the people around us as well, but it's almost like we're meant to be kind of this light to really show people that there's this different way of living, of doing things, of doing work, of sharing our message, of sharing our truth. And so it can feel very isolating. So if you, like I said, are feeling called down this path and you feel very alone, very isolated, I do believe that that is part of the spiritual entrepreneurial journey for a lot of us. And it really is important to, you know, find your community, find people that resonate with you. This is why I'm sharing my voice, sharing my message, creating podcasts and work online so that other people can resonate with this message that are going through the same thing because it definitely can feel very isolating and alone if like i said you're awakening and no one quite understands so the other part of this kind of i just tapped in this a little bit more but the other part of this is you are really meant to share a message and you know it's really about looking at what you've already experienced and utilizing that in a way that can help others that can serve others that's really is the foundation i believe of spiritual entrepreneurship is really tapping into your soul and your calling and your truth and then not being afraid to share it and it can be challenging because other people don't get it because you're still really you know shifting into that identity and 
questioning everything that you're doing but all of that is supposed to be part of your truth and what you share to help others who are going through something similar who are right now feeling unsettled with the work that they're they're doing feeling like they're meant to be doing something bigger but they're not you're in a sense supposed to be the person that goes first and people are going to resonate with your unique story by you sharing your message and i'm seeing a lot of fear right now especially with female entrepreneurs of sharing their voice getting on video getting on social media and really sharing their stories and their their messages and their truth and the thing is the fear kind of doesn't go away it's kind of just there you just have to take this messy inspired action through and i know that's like easier said than done but if you're feeling the fear you're meant to walk through it and you're meant to just take that messy inspired action and not care you know what people have to say about it and again i know it's easier said than done i think we definitely are living in a world of a lot of comparison because we can see what everyone is doing on social media even though social media is not a real accurate picture and we really have to go back to our calling and what our soul is calling us to do and really not let the external dictate what's happening internal and i really like to look at fear as an opportunity to do the opposite of what the fear is telling you to do so i would get out a journal and write down all the things that you feel like you want to say but you're scared or the fear is coming up of you saying it and write down what is the opposite that you could do you know you could not share your voice, you could not share your story, you could just, you know, sit on the sofa and curl up, which sounds really good a lot of the times, or you could do the opposite and just record your voice. And I find podcasting is a really easy way, even though I'm doing this as a voice and I'm also doing a video, for those of you who don't know, you can watch the podcast, you can also listen to it, because I just feel like it's a more powerful way to connect. But if the fear is coming up so much that you don't even want to get on video, just share your voice, do audio. Written is a beautiful way to also connect and really just practice sharing your truth every single day and really see what comes out and challenge yourself to just share something every single day. So the other thing that I want to share with you, because I think we get a lot uh, wrapped up in what is the purpose of what we're supposed to be doing, what is our soul purpose, what is our life purpose. And I was wrapped up in this for a really long time of, okay, I'm feeling this calling. I'm questioning what I'm supposed to be doing. I really want to transition the work that I'm doing right now. I really want to transition my business. But I don't know what my purpose is with this new business that I'm creating. And the reality is, and what, I mean, I feel like it took me a long time to, to connect to this, which is why I really want to share it with you, is that the purpose is to share the message. Like that is the purpose. The purpose is to live your life have your experiences throughout your life, your work, and, and then to share the message, to share like what you're experiencing through your everyday life, through your work, through everything that you're doing, everything that you're feeling called to create, like that is the purpose. And I think we get so wrapped up in confusing the purpose and then we don't take action on it. And the truth is you just really need to share your voice. And that, that really is the foundation, I feel like, of being a spiritual entrepreneur is really just sharing your voice. And however you choose to do that, if you want to do a video, if you want to record your voice, if you want to write it, it that's really what it's about. And then the last thing that I really want to touch on here 
that I think is really tricky for a lot of us is the money aspect of it. So you're a spiritual entrepreneur, you're feeling called towards this message. You're probably in a job right now that is not in alignment, but it's been very beneficial for you financially, or you're running a business that has nothing to do with spiritual entrepreneurship and it's really benefited you financial, financially. So what is this whole new thing that you're gonna be doing and how are you gonna make money from it? How are you actually gonna support yourself? And there's a lot of stigma around making money as a spiritual entrepreneur or a spiritual coach, whether you're a spiritual life coach, a spiritual business coach, a spiritual coach who's creating you know, online programs, courses, uh, meditations, whatever it is that you feel called to create, even writing books. There's like this stereotype that we're not supposed to make money with this, that we're supposed to just give it away for free. And for me, it really aligns with the whole starving artist um, archetype where you're not supposed to make money as an artist you're supposed to just give your gifts away for free and I think that this narrative is something that was just created to keep spiritual entrepreneurs from really sharing their message and we need to really release this whole concept and idea because the reality is we live in a world that runs on currency it runs on money it costs money to live and so if you're a spiritual entrepreneur but you're not supposed to make money from what you're doing then there's no way that you can step into this full time. You're gonna to have to be doing other work that is not spiritual in nature in order to support your spiritual work. And then it's you're not able to put enough time and energy into it. And it just doesn't really make sense. So yes, you are supposed to make money. And as much money as you feel called to bring into your life, you can be wealthy and prosperous and abundant as a spiritual entrepreneur. And the way that you do this and what I have found to be really beneficial for me is utilizing the universal law of co-creation. So really what it is when you're creating offers and services as a spiritual entrepreneur, it's about what have you learned? What can you share? What can you teach? And then how can you co-create that with other people that need to learn from you, to, that need to hear what you have to say? And so what I have found really powerful has been doing deep dives with people, having conversations with them. And you know, I'll be downloaded with an idea for an offer, for a coaching offer or for a course, and then I'll have conversations with people about it. And I'll see where people are at. And it will give me a lot more clarity of, okay, this is how I can shape and mold this, of yes, I'm the creative person behind this offer, but I'm also going to make it in a way that speaks to the people that need to hear what I have to say. Because the sweet spot with running a business online, whether you're a spiritual entrepreneur or not, it's really about what do you have to give and how can you align that with what people actually need. And so a lot of times I'm seeing with female entrepreneurs, spiritual entrepreneurs, is we have an idea for something and we put it out there to sell it and we're not maybe getting the response that we want. And it's really because there's a co-creation process that goes along with it. And so what I have found to be very beneficial is to teach live to teach my courses live, to do my one-on-one -on -one offers and really um, curate them and mold them as I'm working with my clients through our one-on-one -on -one sessions or if I'm doing it as a group program. And then once I've run it live with them, I can really see, okay, this is where, you know, this is where people really need more time and attention. This is where I can maybe, you know, add a little bit more information here. This is where I can take things out. This is where maybe this can be a whole other program, but you don't really know that until you start co-creating. And so I think we need to stop being so much in our head when it comes to 
uh, creating our offers and our services as spiritual entrepreneurs and be a little bit more heart-centered and focused in, okay, this is my message and then how do I align it, align it with others? And it's that messy inspired action, which I know a lot of us, especially as female entrepreneurs, are scared to do because we want to focus on perfection. But the message will come through. Like when you are working with someone one-on-one -on -one and you can just channel in and get intuitive hits on how to help them, it's so, so powerful than trying to figure it out all in advance and then and then thinking that that's exactly what you need to say to them beforehand. It's really about tuning in and having those intuitive hits and really hearing what they have to say and playing off what they're saying based on what you have to give. And so that's really how you create offers and services as a spiritual entrepreneur. It's all about co-creation. I have found that personally to be the most powerful way in the things that I've offered. And so I hope that this helps you today for those of you who, like I said, are questioning if you're supposed to be a spiritual entrepreneur, you're not sure, you're feeling unsettled. I know exactly what that feels like because I went through the exact same thing of just not sure if this is what I was supposed to be doing. And it did take time, you know, it does take time to really have this like lock in that this is what you're supposed to be doing. But I want you to know that if you were in that space of not feeling like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, it's most likely that this is what you're being called to. And I do believe that it takes time for some of us. Like for me, it did take time. I was in the beginning of my business. I was more of a, a business coach, mindset coach, and then I sort of shifted more into spiritual business coach and then spiritual life coach. And I started learning more spiritual tools as I started working with people. I was doing this as I was going through the process of working with people and you know, trying out different things, learning numerology, tapping into my clairvoyant gifts, and just really tuning into what is the best way for me to serve people and strengthen my own gifts so that I could really stand in my power as a spiritual entrepreneur because that's ultimately what my soul has been calling me to do this whole time i just wasn't quite clear of what that was and you know listening to other people's stories and following other people who were ahead of me was so beneficial and so helpful like i am so grateful to the mentors and the coaches that i've worked with and i've looked up to who were not afraid to go first so that i could see myself in them and that's really why i wanted to share this with you today so that if you are in this process of you know dreaming and thinking and trying to figure it out that maybe you can see part of your story and what i'm sharing with you and, and it, you can resonate with it because like i said before it can feel very alone and isolating if no one around you is sort of talking about these sort of things you're not really sure you know who to connect with because you feel like you're going through something and no one really understands and like i said i do think that's on purpose i do think that we are sort of we're meant to be kind of sprinkled around in these different groups of people that are not on the same awakened level because we're supposed to share our light and our truth and our message as spiritual entrepreneurs so i hope that this was helpful for you i would love to hear from you let me know any takeaways, anything that you're feeling right now as someone who, like I said, is maybe an entrepreneur right now, but you're feeling called towards spiritual entrepreneurship, or even if you're in a job or career right now, but you're feeling like, okay, I'm supposed to be doing this other thing. 
Uh, I would love to hear from you. You can leave me a message, comment, follow me online on social media. I do have various offers that I open up throughout the year. And so I would love to work with you to help you bring your gifts and your message to life. And so you can definitely go to my website, NadiaBernardi.com to check out things I have to offer. Follow me on social media, uh, get on my email list. I'll have everything in the show notes below for you so you can really you know, connect with me and learn more. And I hope you've been enjoying these episodes that are really focused around dream work, which is something that, you know, I discovered and really tapped into a couple years ago and I've been using more and more in my work and it's just really helped me with aligning what I feel like is really my mission is, you know, bridging the gap between the work that you're meant to be doing and I call it your woo. So it's, you know, the practical with the spiritual, bridging these two things in your life because, you know, it can feel like these things are so separated like you're kind of living this life over here and then you have your spirituality over here and i just want to help you live them together seamlessly in your life because it just makes life so much easier and you just feel more at peace you know i think there was a lot of years when i was kind of going through this process where i didn't really feel settled and at peace and now that i've really stepped into this fully i just feel so much more comfortable and just myself and i just there's not, you know, I definitely there's questions and things that do come up because I am human. We are having a human experience. But overall, I feel so much more settled in what I'm supposed to be doing in my message. And so DreamWork has been a really key part of that, of bridging these two, these two worlds in a way that I feel like should collide a little bit more, especially if you are a spiritual entrepreneur. And so I hope you've been enjoying these episodes. I've really loved creating them for you. And yes, I'd love to connect with you. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast, check out the links before, and I will chat with you in my next episode. Thank you for tuning in to the DreamWork podcast. I truly hope you found this episode insightful and helpful along your spiritual journey. Be sure to share this with another spiritual entrepreneur that could benefit from this message. And let's connect on social media. I'll have everything linked in the show notes. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. I'll chat with you next time.